I got to get going. In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. To kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the October 20th edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review. A free-form match of current events compiled from the world's remaining newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped with moral clarity from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And now the news. So we got 40,000 troops, it looks like. That's a, that's a done deal, going into Afghanistan. Yeah, 40,000, 45,000. Yeah. What well, the heck? I, I want to know how, much, how many troops Bush would have put into Afghanistan. 35,000? 30, well, he had seven years to put a lot, as many troops as he wanted, and, yeah. he, and he, I don't know. I think. I mean, right now. Do you think, oh, he, you would think, have, you think he would have surged 35,000, 50,000? Oh. Just, I'm just trying to differentiate between our current surge and a Bushian surge. I think you're right. Probably higher, a I, higher number, only because these guys double down on everything. They don't. Yeah. They don't see the value of uh, you know. So you think it would have been higher? I think it would have been higher. Huh. So actually, this is our peace president. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's Afghan yeah. officials say the country will likely hold a runoff election because after they investigated all those fraudulent ballots that were stuffed into ballot boxes in places that didn't even exist. They decided that maybe Hamid Karzai didn't get the uh, 55% yeah. of the vote that he apparently thought he did. Yeah, they're and saying, it's, it's, yeah. It's below the uh, majority now. It's 47%. Right. So he'll have to run, uh, do a runoff with the, uh, with the uh, Afghan so nice they had to name him twice. <laughs> that's right. What Abdullah the, Abdullah. Abdullah Abdullah. Uh-huh. That's right. God, yes. That's right. Uh, I remember him from the, uh, from the 80s. He had that big dance hit. Yeah, yeah. Forever your boy, I think. Forever your boy. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, he was good. He was really good then. But then he started taking prescription medicine and yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's he's not the same. He's he was. No. uh, By the way, the British are uh, are are deploying troops to Afghanistan, and they're saying that this is. By the way, we're just doing what the U.S. told us to do. Well, there's there's several conditions to that, and there's five hundred. Soldiers. Yeah, there's only 500. Yeah, 500 soldiers. I know. I mean, it, the staff at KUCI is bigger than that. <laughs> they could just move the staff at KUCI That's over there, true. which, as a matter of fact, they should. They might and, want to. And, uh, yeah. We, yeah. Well, um, now, just just for the uh, record, uh, this doesn't this feel like that film In the Loop. The, the British are moving 500 troops into Afghanistan. Yeah. The film mm. The Loop by Armando Iannucci. Yeah. Uh, a great film out uh, about four months ago. You can probably get it on DVD right now. Mm-hmm. But In the Loop. In the Loop with it, uh, it James was, Gandolfini. And it was about the lead up people. to the war in yeah. Iraq. And and the British provided the United States with cover as they were trying to get the UN to give us a sort of a, a, a free pass on a, in the invasion of Iraq. And now the, Brit- the British seem to just be, they're the kind of, they do it first. They give us the cover and then we go and do it. Yeah. So that's all. Pakistani military launched a major offensive against militants in South, South Raziristan. Yeah. The heartland of the Pakistani Taliban. That's what they're going after. Going after the Taliban. Over 150 civilians fled. They oh, want to get the hell out of there. 150,000. 150? Well, because there's, <laughs> there's about that many people at KUCI. Oh, I thought so. there were 500 here. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. 150,000 civilians fled. Yes. And, well, that's uh, not funny. And yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. The Obama administration had been urging Pakistan to wage the assault. So apparently... Uh, they did. They and, did. We gave them money. Yeah. 
So why not? We we uh, we gave them a bunch of money, not there a bunch of billions of dollars. A bunch of billions. A bunch of billions. Wow. So that's a new term, new economic yeah. term. Obama signed a seven point five billion dollar aid package for Pakistan. That's the one. Yeah. So he signed. We talked about this. It was coming down the pipe. Yeah. But it's official now. He put his PO on it. He did. He did. And yeah. And by the way, the uh, Pakistanis were really upset with us when we were negotiating over this uh, is this uh, aid. They were upset because we keep trying to tell them that we want them to spend the money fighting against the Taliban. Yeah. And they keep saying we want to put all of our money into our our eventual war with India. So they keep putting all the money huh. on the other side Long of the war. country on the yeah, on their preparation for a war against our ally, India. And we're not happy about that, but we continue to give them money. I really don't understand this. I don't know, but I'm also uh, a number of the number, the number of U.S. drone strikes in Pakistan has risen dramatically since uh, P.O. is like to call him President Obama oh, took office. Oh, Okay. During his first nine and a half months in office, P.O. authorized as many CIA aerial attacks in Pakistan as President Bush did in his final three years in office. Ugh. So P.O. is the uh, the uh, the drone guy. Am, do you think there should be some kind of a regulation of drones do you, do you know doesn't it feel like this is an international issue now an international war issue that you, you mean could like just the un should do something yeah, and, and the, nobody would notice well i just, well, <laughs> I just think that you want to make one up I'll well, i just one, think I'll, i don't let's, doesn't let's make it, it doesn't it make right this is this is a this is a, a a qualitative leap in the way we conduct war yeah. this is different Somebody sits in an office in in Virginia. And so were arrows, but they didn't come up with a resolution. But they, but these have the these aren't these transgressions against sovereign nations? Isn't isn't Pakistan a sovereign nation? Why? Where do does does Pakistan? Where would you like to file your grievance, Mike? Well, uh, there used to be something called the Hague or the International Criminal Court or well, Nuremberg there? or those kinds of things. Well, they, Nuremberg, they need Geneva they need, conventions. They need a Hitler. I guess. No, I just there. This has to come up when because when the Chinese decide to 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 use drones against the South Koreans or uh-huh. whatever, some somewhere in the world, people are going to flip out and say this is a transgression of international. Well, uh, and, and I'll all get those. right on it. Well, I'm just saying this. This why aren't why aren't why aren't people important people speaking up about this? It just seems like nobody says anything about it. You're saying something oh, about it. Well, I'm nobody, so it doesn't matter. Important people are saying something about it, Mike. Right. Okay. Uh, at least four people uh, were killed and 18 wounded in bomb explosions at the university in the Pakistan capital, Islamabad. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than 160 folks have been killed in Pakistan in a series of such attacks over the past 13 days. So we're having lots of bombings, mega bombings over there. United wow. Nations disclosed that over 100,000 people in northern Iraq have been forced to abandon their homes because of drought and excessive well pumping since 2005. I believe it. We talked about this a couple of weeks yeah. ago. That this was an impending crisis. In Iran, uh, six senior commanders in the country's elite Revolutionary Guard were assassinated in a suicide bombing that killed as many as 36 others. I have the feeling that I'd be one of the others. <laughs> you would. Yeah, yeah. You, I'd be... <laughs> One of 36 others. Others. Yeah. Yeah. The House approved a new sanctions measure against Iran. Uh, You can uh, now, if you're a state or a local government, you can opt out of international investments in Iran. 
Okay. That's exciting. I'm not a state, however, so I can, I, I suppose I can just stay in or. I, I had no it. idea. Yeah. I, this is an interesting, that's, that is the, the law that states and local governments. Now that's, that's kind what of. What would prevent them from opting out before? Is it, are they talking about federal laws here? So that within yeah, within a, a, a federal structure where each state gives X amount of money to Iran, they can say, we don't want to do this? I remember a, an organization called the Municipal Foreign Policy, uh, a, a group out of a local group that was involved that in... That was the Center for Innovative Diplomacy. Yeah, that was the Center. And their publication was the uh, Bulletin of Municipal Foreign Policy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that was a good idea. Yeah. I, th- I thought these were these were good, smart people that were involved in it, uh-huh. uh, pursuing... Global issues with trying to affect it through local, yeah. local political. Yeah, I, I don't know how the structure in this works, but it sounds like a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Withdraw your investments from Iran. Yeah. It was reported that U.S. spy agencies are considering rewriting a 2007 intelligent, intelligence report that asserted Iran halted its efforts to build nuclear weapons in 2003. Apparently, German, French, and British intelligence agencies have all disputed these conclusions. And, of course, this gives us more reasons to bomb Iran. Iran. And, by the way, that really does sound like in the loop, doesn't it? Yeah. It sounds like we have told these foreign intelligence agencies we we can't do it because we already came out with our NIE. Yeah. We, oops. Oops. You know, we sh- maybe can we should have thought. Can you guys throw doubt upon our can, NIE? Can, yeah. Can you guys come up with a couple of things that we'll give you as justification, and then you can tell us uh-huh. that we should rewrite our NIE on this. And we'll free the Lockerbie bomber. There you go. The Nigerian government was proposing to share 10% of its oil and gas revenue with the residents of the oil-producing Niger Delta in an attempt to end a revolt by local militants. Uh, the Niger Delta, in case you're wondering, they produce 80% of the, of the uh, Nigerian government's revenue, but I think they get like point zero 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 yeah. point zero. The people there, they get shot at, actually. Yeah, they get shot and they yeah. get uh, driven from their homes. And they now they're going to get air 10% pollution. Yeah. of the. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, that's better than. I don't know what I don't know what that means. You know, what are they going to build over a casino? Well, yeah, there you go. And who gets the money? The yeah, local exactly. government to yeah. the people who are actually being driven from their homes, being polluted uh, to death, uh, the being shot at. The, the yeah, the who's getting that Delta. money actually? Yeah, because uh, it doesn't ever work that way. N- never does he, it work. He can out. put a big flashing neon sign on his whorehouse. Yeah, yeah. As, as 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 our good friends uh, Peter Moss and uh, Joe Berlinger will tell you, oil is a scourge. Oil is a curse. Curse. Unless you're at the top of the pyramid. Yeah. Then it's gold. Leaders from Latin America and the Caribbean agreed to uh, during a summit in Bolivia to create a regional currency to make Latin America less dependent on the dollar. It's called the sucre. Yeah, what's the, wow. Yeah, the sugar. I'd like some of that. <laughs> Give me some sugar. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah, there you go. I, I like the name of it better than the dollar. What's a dollar, anyway? Yeah, yeah that's kind of cool. Yeah. The, the, at least they don't call it chupacab- chupacabra. Yeah. That would not be good. Why would they even do that? Just because. Because that's the only other because that's what, Latin do you remember, word you know? No, because Hugo Chavez. Remember when he stood at the UN? Yeah. And he said, it smells of sulfur here. Uh-huh. And- uh, didn't he say it was chupacabra, or didn't he call didn't he call Bush some kind of name like that when he said it still smelled the devil was here yesterday? I think the White House cooking wasn't agreeing with <laughs> well, him. That may have was, been. Yeah, that may have been. At home, right here. Yeah, support was growing on Capitol Hill to repeal a 1945 law that exempts the health industry, yeah, health insurance industry from 
antitrust laws. This is good. It looks like Harry Reid has has uh, grown a pair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. May- maybe he, he was the driving force behind this, and he just got pissed off at the way the insurance company was was coming up with all these reports saying that the uh, the existing health reform bill was going to cost Americans eight hundred thousand dollars over the next two months. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I'm making yeah, a yeah, I know you are. They were making no, a, th- they were th- saying that each each household would pay five thousand dollars more yeah. uh, by twenty fifteen. Well what what bothers me is why hasn't this been a part of the discussion since the very beginning? Everyone I I found out about this, yeah. but it's I've never heard I months ago, but I've never heard anyone say they, it they until have monopolies essentially. They have monopolies yeah. all over the country. We had in fact we had a guest on who talked about this at one point. Okay. That there are monopolies so that in most states Eighty to ninety percent of the people are locked into one or two companies. Yeah. There's no competition here, and so every time I hear the healthcare industry talk about their reform will create more opportunity and more competition, that's a lie. There's no it's competition now. There's a, that's right. There's that's right, and they've this this has been this way since 1946 when they got this exemption from some crazy law that was passed by the senator from from. Uh, Geico or something. Geico? Yeah, the senator from Geico in Hartford passed really? this. Yeah, passed the law forty six in nineteen forty six. Yeah, the Senate Finance Committee became the fifth and final congressional panel to approve legislation reforming the nation's health care system. The eight hundred and twenty nine billion dollar proposal would require almost all Americans to buy insurance or pay a penalty. This does not sound like it's going in the right place. No. <laughs> No, not at all. Yeah, there's. They've pretty much. Uh, it does not include a government-backed public option. It in, instead uh, in proposes the establishment of nonprofit cooperatives. It's perverse. Yeah, it's it's the absolute. Uh, it's the opposite. It's bizarre world. Yeah. We want healthcare reform. Oh, we'll give you healthcare reform. You got to buy it, or we're going to penalize you. We might even throw you in jail if we feel like it. They'll yeah. you don't buy our insurance. This is how is it that seventy percent of the American public wants it? The House of Representatives wants it. Uh, the majority of the Senate wants it, and it's still considered politically not feasible for us to get a public option. How is that happen? I, I, to explain why. that, yeah, we know why, yeah. but yeah, but nobody seems to want to say it out loud. Not very many people, anyway. Uh, the U.S. military announced it's met all of its annual recruiting goals for the first time in 35 years. It's announcing the milestone. Uh, in announcing the milestone, the Pentagon said the nation's worst economic crisis since the Great Depression played played a key role in yes. boosting el- enlistments. Yeah, yeah. So people are feeling really bad about themselves. What else to do but join the service? Well, they're not. Yeah, they're not going to get. They don't have enough money to go to school. Yeah, they don't have many job opportunities. There's no really entry level jobs that can where they're going to get anywhere. Plus, th- what they don't mention here is that they've lowered the standards considerably. Yeah. That they're, they're, I think I forgot the percentage, but it's one out of it's one in like five or six now that are obese or overweight. They're taking recruits who are basically overweight, uh-huh. who are out of shape, who no, you know, and, and they're taking anybody. So yeah, they met their they met the worst em- economic crisis is the depression, and they've lowered their standards. Kind of sounds like. Never mind. All the right. military, meanwhile, is looking into plans to bring recruiting to middle schools across the nation. So your junior high will have a, a military recruit. They have there's plenty of obese kids there. They, well, there what are. What the heck? Yeah. The Pentagon imposed a new policy yeah. barring media from photographing U.S. soldiers killed in combat. Yeah. The Environmental Protection Agency released a two-year-old email that the Bush administration refused to open because it contained a ruling calling for the regulation of greenhouse gases. 
The ruling cited six gases it said endangered public welfare and called for regulating their release. The Bush administration objected to the ruling and ignored it by informing the EPA the email wouldn't be read. Does that sound like the behavior like a, a fourth grader? And, and I mean, by the way, shouldn't these people be in jail for that? We sent you the email. I'm not going to read it. <laughs> I'm not going to read it. And you know what? Susie doesn't like you. You know, I mean, really, shouldn't, and shouldn't these people be in jail? Really? Truly? They ignored a public hazard. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, really? Anyway. I, I think jail is too good for them. I know. It was reported that major U.S. financial firms are on pace to pay a record $140 billion in employee bonuses this year. That would be uh, <sighs> Goldman Sachs re- uh, reported earnings of $3.19 billion yeah. in the third quarter of this year. They donated $200 million to educational foundation, to their educational foundation, $5.35 billion for salaries, bonuses, and employee benefits, and promised a 35% share dividend to holders of its common stock. Now, this is uh, this is the company that we bailed out. So that money there is essentially taxpayer money yeah. what you, going out to pay dividends. Yeah. Meanwhile, the salaries of American workers were being cut at a rate not seen since the Great Depression. By the way, uh, one of the ways that these financial institutions, including the banks, have been able to show profits in this last quarter, I just uh-huh. heard this the other day, and that is... When when a, a loan, a delinquent loan, it, let's say you're behind on your payments yeah. on a home payment, it once it moves to foreclosure, it becomes an, a debit against that comp, against that bank. Yeah. But if they can keep you in delinquency, yeah. the longer they keep you in delinquency, you're still an asset. So there are millions of American homes that are delinquent behind two, three, four months in their payments. Yeah. Right now, they're considered assets. But at some point, they're going to become foreclosure. So there are millions of homes on the verge of foreclosure. Yeah. But they won't move them there because this quarter they wanted to show a profit. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And to me. and so then they justify that by that's how they justify giving these people these bonuses. Look, we made a profit. Ah. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Treasury Secretary Timothy Gertner's closest aides apparently earned millions of dollars from bailed out Wall Street firms. Yeah. Uh, the Securities and Exchange Commission named 29-year-old Adam Storch as the agency's first-ever chief operating officer of the Enforcement, the Enforcement Division. Who is this Storch, you say? Well, for the past five years, Storch worked at Goldman Sachs. No kidding. Uh, uh, wow. uh, 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 the House Financial Services Committee voted to introduce some new rules in regulating the $450 trillion derivatives market. But folks like you and me say the rules don't go far enough, Mike. That's what I said. Yeah. It exempts many derivative deals from transparency requirements. Mm. So, I mean, once it's called a derivative, we got them, but we won't be able to call it a derivative. Ah. (laughs) Bank of America posted a wider than expected third quarter loss. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they were, the foreclosure thing caught up with them. Yeah. Sorry. The federal government, yeah, we'll be seeing that more, I guess, in the coming months. Yeah, we will. The federal government announced there will be no cost of living increase for more than 50 million Social Security recipients this year. That's the first time since 75 that this has happened, 1975. Department of Foreign of Veteran Affairs plans to add Parkinson's disease, ischemic heart disease, I think I said that right, yeah. ischemic heart disease, and hairy cell leukemia. 
to the growing list of illnesses presumed to have been caused by Agent Orange, oh. the toxic defoliant used widely in Vietnam. Well, this is a good thing, Mike. Yeah, no, People have I just, suffered you, from that no, for I, years. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. But that's just to hear on. that, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's awful. Uh, cannabis smoking. Yeah. Uh, apparently, patients or their sanctioned suppliers should not be targeted for federal prosecution in states that allow medical marijuana Prosecutor, prosecutors were told in a new policy memo issued by the Justice Department. Yeah. And apparently in, in L.A. here, all the crackdowns on the extra uh, marijuana. The collectives. The collectives. Yeah. Has yeah. uh, been, they've ceased. They ceased doing this. Oh, they did? Yeah. They, they, uh, a superior court judge in California ruled against that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so you can't do this. You passed the law, you know. Yeah. You can't just all of a sudden decide that the law isn't proper. Is that okay? Yeah, well, there's a there loophole in your law. You got to do something about the law. Well, you just can't start arresting people yeah. because you yeah. because you made a mistake. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, very that's, good. That's good to hear. I have an end finally. Are you ready for that? Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. waiting. And finally, it was reported that modern man is inferior to his Neanderthal predecessors in, among other fields, the basic Olympic athletes' disciplines of running and jumping. According to the findings, many prehistoric men could have outrun world 100 and 200 meters record holder Usain Bolt in modern uh, conditions. Really? Yeah. They actually did decent research on this, That's too. That's interesting. They found footprints of, uh, in Australia yeah. of, that were you know, thousands and thousands and thousands, Neanderthal time, yeah. year old. Yeah. And, and they, they, from those footsteps that were very well preserved over a mudflat, yeah. they they could determine that this guy was traveling at this rate of speed wow. because of the stride yeah. and because of the, the placement of the toes and yeah. all that. Yeah. And and could have easily, they, I mean, uh, even running across the mudflat came very close to breaking a world record. Wow. Yeah. So these guys were fat. And, and Mike, any Neanderthal woman could have beaten former bodybuilder and current California governor Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> in an arm wrestle. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.